Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Joseph Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Moon. Hello, everyone, and happy Thursday. Welcome to another Josie Show special edition. I'm your host, Josie Passantino Boone, and today's guest is an incredible country artist and has a Netflix series. He's a star of the Netflix series, Country Ever After. Here is Coffee Anderson. Please welcome to the Josie Show, Cafe Anderson. Hi. Well, hello, Jay. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Honored to do it. Uh, I've been looking forward to this. I'm a huge fan. So please welcome to the Josie Show, Cafe Anderson. Hi. Well, hello, Jay. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Honored to do it. Uh, I've been looking forward to this. I'm a huge fan. So this is a, a real thrill for me. So thank you for coming on. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me. That means a lot. I appreciate you. Oh, anytime. So I want to. St- I'd love to kind of go back, rewind a little bit on how music all started for you. When did you realize that this was a passion and something you wanted to pursue? Oh my goodness. Well, my my granddad sang in a gospel quartet. Mm-hmm. My mother sang, and so our family was huge in gospel uh, all across the South, East Texas, South Louisiana. Growing up with them, you know, singing was just part of it. And I always loved singing. I always loved music, but I didn't get serious about it until I was in college. And I was dating a girl, and her daddy and I hung out. Actually, more than she and I did. I <laughs> like her parents right. way more than mm-hmm. our relationship. But right. and there's people that you know, like, oh man, her family's awesome, or his family's awesome. Her family was awesome. And so I borrowed a guitar from her daddy, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey man, take this guitar home, which learn how to play it. And I bought a Mel Bay guitar book for four dollars and ninety five cents, <laughs> and I literally just started teaching myself oh. in my dorm. Uh, it was just kind of campfire worship songs, mm-hmm. and then it turned into other stuff. And every time I sang, people just wanted to keep hearing more. Nice. So it made me want to keep being a part of it. And I started writing my own little songs and ditties, and I n- I've never looked back. So never looked. Yes, back. you can start late mm-hmm. and start learning guitar in college, and here we go. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, you're proof that you can. And, you know, what I love about you is you pretty much started your entire career just by your determination, hard work, and, of course, talent. I mean, you're an an independent artist, and you really, yeah, I mean, you really do put so much dedication into your craft and push your career, you know, so far by yourself. I mean, you do have a great team behind you as well, of course, but, you know, you really really work it. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, Josie, a lot of people – want people to believe in them before they believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's never that way. 
Because because people don't buy into the product, they buy into the person. Right. And so if Tesla was created by anybody else, it wouldn't be as successful because Mm -hmm. people know that Elon is going to be one of those that's just going to go to the end of the earth and sometimes outside of it to (laughs) succeed. And so that's what happened with me was every waking moment I had to build this, to have a career, to try to feed my family using a singing voice and some songs Mm -hmm. that resonated with people, I put forth that effort. And so that's how everything else came about. But it has to start with you. It has to start with us. Mm-hmm. That's great advice, actually. <laughs> That's great advice for any artist out there. I'm like, yes, come on, coffee, get it. <laughs> That's right. Right. It's so Thank true. you. Yes, and of course you broke out, really, um, with your single. I mean, it went viral with a stunning 50-plus million streams and growing, and that's, of course, Mr. Red, White, and Blue. And it's Absolutely, yes, ma'am. Yes, and it's an incredible patriotic song. Did you think, you know, that this song would garner all of the attention that it has? I I definitely hope that it did, but nobody's ready for that. Right, right. I remember writing it, and I had a a Hollywood producer that kind of laughed and was like, patriotism, yeah, that's Mm going to sell. And he kind of like made a joke about it, but Mm -hmm. he didn't live in the flyover states. Mm -hmm. And when I got around real people, and again, I realized the the blue-collar citizen Mm -hmm. is the one that's sending her son, her Mm -hmm. daughter, his son, his daughter. They're the ones that's signing up for this. So it, it didn't relate to other people. Right. And so I had to start writing for my story, for people that I knew and started telling their stories. I, I got a little money together from a buddy of mine that got drafted. I talked to this producer in Nashville. He wanted a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I called my buddy that got drafted by the Kansas City Royals, and my buddy sent me that money to my Bank of America account wow. over the phone while we were on the phone. Yeah. So I'm crying in my truck. <laughs> I called the producer back, and I'm like, hey, I got it. Let's go. I'm in, you know. And so I get to Nashville. We had the guitarist for Tim McGraw, the bass player for Eric Church, the drummer for Kid Rock, the steel player for Lady Antebellum. And I looked at my band. They looked like the the country Avengers. I was like, (laughs) oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing. If you could smell camouflage, that's what the studio smelled like. If a color had a scent, that's what it was. So I'm going, oh, this is off the chain. And mind you, my producer's Russian. Yeah. She's got a black country singer, a Russian country producer, and a camouflage band. And he looks at me, and I go, I hear this. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. So he puts his hand on me, and he goes, I produce, you sing, have seats. Yeah. And when he when he hit me with the have seat, mm-hmm. I really heard him say, "I will put cement boots on you if you don't shut up." <laughs> so I sat down and and the song came out. And when the banjo riff started playing, Mr. Red, White, and Blue, mm-hmm. immediately chicken skin from the back mm-hmm. of my neck down my back up my sides. I looked at my buddy and I said, "Are you kidding me?" And he goes. This is the biggest song you'll ever do. And I didn't believe it. Right. We released it. We put it out. I edited the music video. It took me 11 hours to edit the music video. And I had guys that I knew that served that sent me footage. Some of it I could never put in the video. That was in the Marines. He was a um, Medal of Honor recipient. Oh, wow. And he had saved a general. Like, he is truly the most amazing mm-hmm. uh, guy you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. And when he called me back and could not stop crying, he said, I haven't cried like this, this song let me feel. That's incredible. I said, okay, you all know, right. You know you have and something then, special. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and but you but you hope it gets out. Right. You hope it resonates with people. And mm-hmm. 
man, when, when it hit, it hit TikTok, it's been over 2 billion flips on TikTok. Oh, wow. I sang in San Angelo. They had 1,000 junior high and high school kids that, that came to my show. Believe it or not, it's crazy. Oh, and crazy. so mm-hmm. I start singing Mr. Red, White, and Blue. They all take out their phones. <laughs> they start going, it's the guts and it's the glory. A hundred strengths, a hundred stories. And they all start singing it. Mm-hmm. And so one of the kids afterwards goes, you know you're TikTok famous, right? <laughs> That's amazing. I'm like, this what? is probably the, my kids think it's the coolest thing. I'm I mean, sure. one one nine one seven one four, and we don't let them TikTok. Uh-huh. But Ethan was TikTok with the, on his mom's TikTok, mm-hmm. and he said, Dad, I heard your song again. Dad, I heard your song again. Dad, I heard your song. And it's so cool that they see that, and you got to be crazy enough to believe in yourself, mm-hmm. and then other people will will, will follow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it never gets old. I'm sure when when you see you know your your kids just proud and and you know and talking about the song and, and what they're seeing on uh, TikTok, and you never know, maybe right. one day they may be inspired to be a performer as well. Would you be interested in that if you're if you know one of your kids came to you one day and was like, hey dad, you know I would really like to, you know try to record a song. Would right. There, yeah. Would there be right. some kind of like advice that you would give them to you know? push through you know mm-hmm. the only thing i would say is let me help you first of all when, when, when do you want to get started right and let's make the best product we can mm-hmm. and a lot of times people and I, I was i was guilty of this when i first started making albums was i would just make it good enough and then put it out mm-hmm. and as you as you start getting going along you go i could have done that better i could have done this better and after a while you start demanding excellence from yourself not perfection because anytime people say, oh, I'm a perfectionist, that just means you're insecure. Create it with excellence and get it out. Right. And hire people that are better than you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just been one of those things where I would tell my kids, yeah, I'm behind you 100%. Let's make the best product we can because once you release it, it's out forever. Absolutely. No going back then. It's out. It's ready to roll. <laughs> it's it, it is out. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh, well, that's fabulous. And, you know, I want to talk about your latest release, Back the Blue. Can you tell us a little bit about this single? Was this one written by you? Yeah, I wrote Back the Blue. My dad was in law enforcement, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of friends that are LEOs, whether they're firemen or police officers, and I felt like that there are bad apples in, in, in every industry. Of course. Right. No matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Yet, there's 300,000 cops that did their job correctly, mm-hmm. and nobody gave them a pat on the back when they got home tonight. Right, right. So for those people, for, for my dad, for his coworkers, for people that work in the jail, for people that put their life on line, there's some first responders today that hugged their child for the last time, mm-hmm. sadly. Yeah. So I wanted to make a song that would let them know that they're loved and they're supported, and I wrote Back to Blue. And when I looked it up, I was like, nobody's done a song with Back to Blue? Nobody's done that title? Oh, it's so and sad, there was a, mm-hmm. It was sad. So, and yeah. I, I had some friends of mine in the music industry, extremely successful, that was like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Right. I wouldn't do that if I were you. The first time it was released, it got shadow banned. When you hit play on that song, another song would play. Really? So I took it out of the, I took it out of iTunes and Spotify and Apple Music. We took it down. I got it remastered. I gave it a new UPC code and re-released it. And now it's playing everywhere, and there's no shadow ban to it. And, okay. and I'm happy that fans can hear what I believe is art. Because if we can talk about women in a very grotesque way, mm-hmm. if we can talk about murdering, Mm-hmm. on radio, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I feel that we can release a song called Back to Blue and be safe. 
Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think I think it's wonderful that you put it out there, regardless of what people thought, you know, would happen, because there's so many, you know, incredible police officers out there, firefighters out there like your dad who, you know, do their job and do it correctly. You know what I mean? And and right. yeah, this is for them, you know, so I think I think it's a great song and I'm, I'm glad you Thank released you. it and it's available everywhere. Music is sold and streamed digitally now. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. Yep, you should, thank you for saying that, Josie. Yes, of course. Get it, y'all. Check it out. And check out all the music <laughs> available from Coffee Anderson. I'm telling you, you're not going to regret it. And I have to ask, because personally, I would love to have more. Have you been working on any new music that you could tell us about uh, that we should keep our yes. eyes and ears peeled? So, yeah. Yeah. I have a new one called uh, Where I Come From. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, Where I Come From, we got a hometown country band. Where I Come From, we drop bucks from a deer stand. Make it rain. Yes. And it says, where I come from, my team is better than yours. And where I come from, for your mama, you hold the door. A lot of times manners are overlooked. A lot of times patriotism is not taught. Mm-hmm. And I want to get back to that with the music because I think a lot of people feel that, feel the sentiments that I do. So we got that one coming out. I got another one, brokenhearted one called Walk a Mile in My Boots, yes. about a guy that's delusional mm-hmm. in a relationship. She's gone. She's found somebody else. And everybody's telling him to move on, but he's saying, Walk a Mile in My Boots. It's hard to look away when your loves went away. You know, it's it's tough. Right. So that that one's coming out, and also I'm doing a six song EP partnership fifty fifty deal with Riser House Sony. Yes. So, Woo. <laughs> so I have uh, John Party gave me two songs, mm-hmm. and I and I'm so thankful for him. Uh, Mitchell Tenpenny and uh, Dustin Lynch sent me a couple of songs as well, mm-hmm. and so I have another one that I wrote. So I told all the guys, I was like, listen, give me your number 11. You keep all the top 10 hits. Give me your number 11. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I think, with, let me sing the number 11 and try to get it into the top 10. Mm-hmm. So uh, Riser House and I are doing a, a deal, and it's six songs. The songs are unbelievable. I can imagine. They're unbelievable. Oh. I'm doing that. And uh, Dustin, uh, Dylan Carmichael mm-hmm. is a guy. He has a, he has a new song called Hot Beer. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dylan wrote the first song, and it's called I Ain't As Lonely As You Think I Am. Yeah. I heard it. It was recorded in his kitchen. Oh. I, it sounded like he had beer for breakfast and he chewed gravel. Oh it was so scratchy. When I heard it, I was like, this is a smash. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to finally have my talent to have a partner in Nashville at a large scale. Right. So. Oh, that is so exciting. Well, I'm going to definitely be on the lookout for the new EP, and I hope everybody else does too. Congratulations, first off. That's incredible. Oh, my goodness. You're working with, like, the dream team, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. And and for for John Party to give me a song. Like what? It's like, (laughs) and the thing is, is I usually write all of mine, but I've been writing so much. I wanted to sing songs that other guys have written that were hits. Mm -hmm. And I talked to George Strait in in, um, in San Diego, California, Mm-hmm. when he performed at the sports arena. Miranda opened up for him. George was there. And the thing George said was, sing hits. Whether you write them or who else, sing hits. Yes. And it's always been stuck in my mind. And uh, after talking with the guys and, and Mitchell and Jimmy Allen and those guys, like, man, it don't matter where it comes from. You put your voice on it. So, oh. um, yeah, grow, growing season. You're doing it. You're doing it. Well, I'm so excited. I can't wait for that. And um, I have a couple more questions here for you before we go. Um, But do you have any shows in the books that you could talk about either online or, you know, live on Facebook or in person? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Now, now where are you located? Where are y'all? So so I'm in Tennessee. I'm in Medina, Tennessee. That's two hours out of Nashville. So, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I talked with uh, Cotton Eye Joe out of Knoxville. 
<laughs> we're putting something together, which Ooh. is great. But uh, as of right now, May 22nd, I am at Lake of the Ozarks. We are throwing a pre-Memorial Day patriotic party. Oh, it's going to be nuts. I mean, yachts, RVs, oh. drinks, music, everything. We're just going to celebrate and, and have people excited. I'm in Houston at Dosey Dose this Friday. Uh, this Wednesday, I'm doing a, a performance for Young Life. So Young Life is a nonprofit that is faith-based that talks to junior high and high school kids. And so they want to do kind of a family-friendly show, not particular faith-based, but just let kids know that you can, you can do the right thing and keep it clean. So we're doing that. And um, I just think that right now we have to push for family-friendly content, and that's what these shows are, so I'm blessed. Yes. Oh, and, and please give out your website and also all of your social networking sites so people can connect with you after the show. Yeah, it is uh, Coffee. Coffee is spelled like coffee, only with an E-Y. Right. So C-O-F as in Frank, F as in Frank, E-Y Anderson. Mm-hmm. And uh, go to coffeeanderson.com, and that's my Facebook, it's my, it's my YouTube, it's my Instagram. But also go to Netflix and watch our reality show, Country Ever After. Oh, uh, I love it. E- thank you. Twelve episodes. We partnered with Roma Downey and Alex Baskin, the, the genius that created Orange County Housewives. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Burnett bought 12 episodes. Mark Burnett created Shark Tank, The Voice. He created um, Survivor. And mm-hmm. so he put our show out with Netflix. And people, we've had 50 million viewers worldwide. Oh, I can imagine. It's such a good it's such a good series. It really shows, you know, the family thank dynamic you. and it shows the love that you all have for each other and you oh, know, thank it you. shows the ups, the downs, it shows everything. It's such an incredible it's such an incredible series. I hope everybody checks it out. Country Ever After on Netflix. Check it out right now. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> Turn us off and yeah. <laughs> I love it. After this. Yes, yes, after this. Oh, and really quick, before we go, an inspiring fact, you're also the face of Heroic Red Wine, which is for an incredible organization. Can you tell us a little bit about what a purchase of this wine does to help? The purchase of Heroic Red Wine, mm-hmm. um, which you can find online at heroicred.com or at some particular Walmarts, but just go online and get it. Mm-hmm. Um, half of that money goes to Military Warrior Support Foundation. And Military Warrior Support Foundation, uh, every $20,000 raised, we buy a home and we give it to a combat veteran, their family, or if their life was lost to the families, we'll go to our family. Nice. Tax-free, mortgage-free. They get the home, tax-free, mortgage-free. If they're still alive, mm-hmm. we, they go through a 36-month rehabilitation program and mentorship so that when they get the home, they can keep it, and they can make their ways if they have PTSD. But it's a way to honor those that have given us the greatest gift, which is freedom. Oh, amen. You're, you're incredible. And I, I, I hope everyone checks you out after the show. And thank you so much for taking time to chat with me today. I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me, Josie. And, and thank you, Tina, for bugging us. And uh, yes. it's all good. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. That's her job. Oh. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm telling you. And, and your incredible assistant, Nicole, thank you very much. Thank you, Nicole. I know. She's the brains of my whole operation. She's really. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. God bless you. God bless you. Later. Bye-bye. Bye. And we are back. Yes. Oh, goodness. We are so excited. And we apologize if we're having any technical difficulties, if interviews aren't playing uh, in time or vocals are a little bit um, delayed. Uh, For some reason, the Internet today just has been crazy here in the studio. So my apologies if anything sounds a little funky, funky donkey. Um, (laughs) But we're so thrilled that we had the opportunity to chat with Cafe Anderson because, like I said in the beginning of the interview, I was a huge fan of his. I watched his whole Netflix series 
Country Ever After. And, you know, right after, right after watching that series, I was like, I need to get him on the show. What can we do <laughs> to get him on the show? And so thankfully, um, we, we were able to get him. So thank you so much, Coffee, for your time and joining us. Thank you all so much for tuning in today to another Josie Show special edition. Uh, if you missed us here on the Josie Show, uh, don't worry. We are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, everywhere. <laughs> so go and check us out or on our website, JosieShow.com. Thanks, you all so much for tuning in. Bye-bye. Mwah. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.